Yud Beis yesterday, today's Yud Daf Yud Gimel, Nisachas Rosh Hashanah, and we'll get right into the review of yesterday's Daf. We're starting a review, um, four lines down, on the words Bishlama L'Reb Yeshua, Daf Yud Beis. So, just to uh, clarify what's, uh, what, what's the topic, uh, so we talked about how there's a dispute between Reb Yezer and Reb Yeshua as to uh, events in history, when they took place, um, and, um, and uh, we said that one of the core distinctions between the two of them is really in relation to the Mabel, to the flood that happened. We know that it happened on the 17th, question is, which month? So according to Reb Liezer, it was the 17th of, of Marcheshv, and according to Reb Yeshua, it was the 17th of Eeyore. Um, so the Gemara is saying uh, that according to Reb Yeshua, it actually makes sense because it calls it the second, that means the second month, which we know we have an order of months, how we count the months, and the second month is Eeyore. Because the months are counted according to Nisan, Eeyore, so Eeyore second. So why would they, what's the shot in the word Shani according to Rebbe Leezer? So explain, because it's the Shani Lidin, because the judgment on them would have taken place on Tishrei. So the second will be, um, uh, the Shani Lidin would be, um, you know, the next month, which is Marchesh, month that we're in right now. Okay. Um, anyway. Um, so the Gemara says that I understand uh, Rabbi Yeshua's version because we said that the that the basically the constellation sort of did a flip, did the exact opposite. It was Shina because normally the the end of this constellation that we called Kima is going down, and now it's going up. It's going different direction. It's elevating, it's strengthening, and normally it's in the summertime is when the water, the Mayonos, the springs would be dissipating, um, water level, water table going down, and instead it was rising, it, it did a reverse. But according to Rebbe Eliezer, where's the reverse? It's naturally the season for rain starts in Marcheshven, that's why we say Mashiv Ruach, um, and it goes up. So that's the, the so naturally increasing. Where's the change? Why does it call it a change? So Gemara explains that the change, according to Abliezer, is that normally this is when the winter starts setting in, starts getting cooler, and that's exactly not what happened over there. Instead, it was um, boiling hot water. Um, there was hot springs that were rising, um, and um, that's the and that was the difference. And that was, really relates to the Avera that they did, that they did Avera by spilling their seed, um, which is, you know, hot, and therefore it's the same, it's in, that's the, that's what, that's what, what they were judged in. Um, and it's hinted at in the words, because it says, Vayeshoko Amayim, which is, Vachamas HaMelech Shechacha, relates to that word of cooling, cooling down. In conclusion, we said that the Chachme Yisrael um, have accepted the opinion of Rebbe Yezer when it comes to the Mabel, but they accept the opinion of Rebbe Yeshua when it comes to creation and uh, the establishment of the Tkufos, of the various seasons. Um, we start in Nisan. Okay? Um, and the Chachme Yisraelim follow basically Rebbe Yeshua straight through, even for the Mabel, which is interesting. Next thing we talked about is yurakos, which is vegetables. 
So, um, yeah, I just want to point out that, uh, by the way, that this is this idea that uh, we follow Rebbe as far as the Mabal is concerned, but we're still accepting the Chacham or accepting the opinion of Rebbe Shur as far as uh, creation that it's uh, that it's in Nisan. Um, um, so, um, so. Why is it? I mean, it's just interesting. You know, we're still judged on Rosh Hashanah. Uh, we still refer to in our davening of Rosh Hashanah, basically like Rebbe's opinion, Hayom Arasolam. So um, I'm not sure when it changed, but at least the Gemara seems to say that that's not when Arasolam is. Okay, so I don't know. It's a question. I don't have an answer. All right. Next thing is the vegetables. So we said that uh, when it got, that the Rosh Hashanah for vegetables is also Rosh Hashanah. And we brought down, it's vegetables, it's maestros and nidorim. So what is vegetables? Vegetables is maestro yarek. It's a tithing of the vegetables. So the Gemara says that's maestros. So the Gemara explains there's two maestros. There's maestros de Rabbanon, which is on all vegetables. And then there's maestro de Raisa. Why not say de Raisa from the, uh, first and then say the de Rabbanon? There's an idea that we uh, that we elevate, which is more beloved to us, which is that which came to us on our own, um, our own chiddush. So that's chavivale. Uh, so that's why it goes first. We find this a few places in Shas. Now, why did we? Um, uh, why did our Tana only say Hirakos, not mention Maestros? Because if you say Hirakos, that's the, on the rabbinic Maestros. This is the Roshan of the show that's going to be for the other for the rice as well. Why not? Why say Maisros and not Maiser? The answer is because there's Maiser Beima and Maiser Dogon. Why Yerek instead? Of, why Yerakos instead of Yerek? Because actually, the not all vegetables are t- are tied at the same time, because the finishing of the various vegetables are different. Depends on the vegetable. The vegetables that are tied, that are fit to be tied, is. Uh, um, is, that's with the end time, the end time, and therefore you can't eat it anymore perfunctorily um, after it's bound, and like, okay, let's say, a bunch of things that are sold in bunches, carrots, parsley, I don't know, I'm trying to think of examples, radishes, mm-hmm. so quite a few, scallions, they still, still today, I don't know why, but they still sell them in bunches, okay? Um, and uh, then there's things that are sold in, like, pint boxes, okay? Tomatoes, you know, other things. Um, they're sold differently. So anyway, bottom line is it, it, that they have different, since they have different end times, um, so that's why they're mentioned Yerokos in plural because they're, they're end, because it's once it's ended, that's when it's considered already like the set for Maeser that you have to separate the tithe at that juncture. Okay, next we talked about if somebody gathered a vegetable on Erev Hashanah, um, before sunset, and then more was gathered after sunset, so you cannot take the tithe from one on the other. Uh, Tosfos does point out that he didn't do it himself. Chas v'shalom, it's Rosh Hashanah, but it was uh, taken by the by a gentile. But the point being is that they're the trumas and maestros. They don't. They don't. You can't take trumas and maestros from the new on the old or the old on the new. Okay. Um, if it's a year two, that's going into a year three. So then um, the, the old stuff is year two, separates only Meiser Rishon, Meiser Shani, and year three would separate Meiser Rishon and Meiser Ani, and not Meiser Shani. And we explained where the Makar for this idea is. So we called, Pasuk, Rabbi Shulman Levi says, 
that when the Pasuk says, Kishale la'aser, it's called ma'aser, it's called ma'aser, it's called ma'aser, ma'aser. So we're calling the third year the year of the ma'aser. Ma'aser sounds like singular, so that means that we're lacking a second ma'aser. Um, there's only one ma'aser, so that's the ma'aser ani. Um, so all you have is ma'aser rishon and ma'aser ani. And the ma'aser sheni is negated, it's not there anymore. Um, so maybe once you're saying it's the singular, maybe it's only Meiser Ani and no Meiser Rishon either. Not only is there no Meiser Shani, there's also no Meiser Rishon. So he brought down a Makar. Pasuk says, V'alovim t'tabar v'amart alim k'sichu b'eis b'nei Yisros ma'aser ha'shen r'satu l'chem me'itam b'nach l'aschem. So you're given Meiser as your inheritance. So that compares the Meiser to inheritance, just like inheritance is, works that way. Pasuk is comparing them to a nachla, just like nachla, there's no hefsik, so to Maiserishon does not have hefsik. Okay. Um, um, so that's the story. Um, uh, we did see that there's a brisa that's uh, very similar, actually, to the same thing. Um, it says Kishal uh, Aser. So how do you know that there's only one Meiser, Meiser Rishon, and Meiser Ani? Um, so the same pasuk, and we explain not Meiser that there's still Meiser Rishon, and we saw two reasons. Either like Rabbi Yehuda, because it says Ova Levi, as long as he's still coming, which the year that he comes, he still gets it, which means that he's entitled to it Meiser Rishon every year. And Rebbe um, brought down the source that we mentioned earlier, um, which is it's compared to a nachla, just like nachla is no hefsek, so to Maiserishon is no hefsek, and that was the that's the end of that section. Took us to also Nidorim. We said vows also follow um, regular Rosh Hashanah as the end of the year, and this is if a person takes a vow not to benefit from his friend for a year, it would be a twelve month period from that day till the next, you know, that year, a year later, that, you know, uh, um, same date, okay, a year later, right, today's the 16th of Marcheshvin today, so it'll be next year, 16th Marcheshvin, if he says a year. However, if he says for this year, so even if he's standing only on the 29th day of Elul, one day, first day of Tishrei, next day already is the, the year's up. Um, and even though we did see earlier that there's an opinion that says that one day a year is not, uh, is not enough, you need a month into the year, that's in other areas, but not in, uh, in this and this. His whole intent, what a person uh, takes on this, is to, be, is to suffer a little bit, make himself suffer by not benefiting from his friend. So even one day is considered something of significance, and therefore we take it to mean that that is what he meant, even for one day. How do you know it's not Nisan for Nidarm? So we explained that when it comes to Nidarm, the defining factor is Lashem B'nei Adam, how people speak, and that's the main thing. Okay, we took us to the next halacha, interesting, which is the question of fenugreek. Okay, Tilsan. Tilsan is fenugreek. I'm not even sure what fenugreek is. I think there's a picture there. Is that a picture of fenugreek? It is, yeah. and it gives a, 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 a chilwa. Some people use yeah. yeah. Oh, right, right. It's one of the Siman. Sfaradim have it as the, yeah, one of the Siman. Every year is this the one. Anyway. So which one is it? I know that. So show me a picture of one. <laughs> you recognize it, huh? I recognize it. You recognize it, huh? 
Okay, are you talking about, you see, there, there's a pods right here. Then you talk about the pods? No, it's the uh, leafy part of the vegetable, or the, the, stem, the, the stem part of the vegetable that they the cut stem. up. Well, yeah. they, they're talking about this uh, one right here. I don't the think they're talking about the that's only not the, you use really, the, the pods themselves. You get the seeds out of it, you make oil out of it. Or sometimes they use a Is that fenugreek? That's not what... Uh, so that tilsan, according to this guy, I don't know. Okay, that's different than what my wife I uses. I have no idea. Okay, and okay, spice, anyway. Really? I don't know. Tilsan, we normally... Rashi, Rashi says fenugreek. Fenugreek. Yeah. Sounds like... I mean, spice, it sounds like fenugreek. I don't know. Fenugreek. That's a lakuti rashi, whatever. It's a type of uh, bean. It sweetens the pot. Yeah, that's Okay, a, there yeah. you go. All right. Um... Um, whatever it uses as a flavoring as the herb, yeah. right? Anyway, bottom line is um, so yeah. this fenugreek. Um, when is its year defined? It's defined by once it sprouts. <coughs> Grain and olive and olives. It's once it grows a third. So what is first of all? What does titzmach mean? That it's not sprouting like its initial sprouting, but sprouting for the seeds. So that's like. A little bit of a later stage, and the grain is a third. Where does this idea of a third come from? And that's really going to keep us into today's daf. So Rav Asi said Rabbi Yochanan in the name of uh, Rabbi Yosei Pasuk says Mikates Shavashanim, talking about the mitzvah of Hakel, the end of seven years in Moed, in Shnas Hashmita, in Chag Hasukos. How could you call this Shnas Hashmita? It's the next year already. Rosh Hashanah passed. It's no longer Shnas Hashmita. And we're talking about Sukkot, and we're referring to it as the Shnas Hashmita. The answer is, is that it must be that even into the eighth year, there's still Shmita on Sukkot. How does that work? That um, if it grew through a third of its growth before Shmita, I mean, during before. the Shmita year, before Rosh Hashanah, so then that growth has to be treated as Shemitah product, okay? Um, even into the eighth year. And that is where we left off, and that is going to bring us to today's... Today's daf, we're at the last line, Amr le Rabzei Ravasi. So we're going to get to that right now.